Welcome to the Pain Solutions Podcast. Dr. Wayne Fimister is a family physician with a special interest in chronic pain, whose passion is finding solutions for this epidemic problem facing one-third of the adult population. He is a clinical associate professor at the University of British Columbia in Canada and has developed one of the first online medical trigger point injection courses for doctors and nurse practitioners, a technique that is easily learned and implemented into the medical office of any doctor or nurse practitioner treating chronic pain. To get free access to Pain Solutions newsletter, blogs, and to register for his online course, simply register at www.waynefimister.com. On the podcast, Dr. Wayne brings together experts from various segments to share with you how they solve people's pain problems and how you can get this treatment too. And now, here's your host, Dr. Wayne Fimister. Well, hello and welcome to the podcast show today. My very special guest is Jyoti Ducati. She is the president of the Canadian Pranic Healing Association and she's an MD trained in India. So welcome, Jodi. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for inviting me to uh, share my experiences with pranic healing uh, regarding pain management and other chronic health issues. Thank you so much. Okay, so let's go back in time. Where did you grow up? Okay, I grew up actually in a very small industrial township in the center part of India. And that name of the town is called Bilai Nagar and there is a big steel plant there. Okay. So you, you grew up there, you had a fascination with medicine and you ended up training as an MD um, in India. So right. just tell us briefly your journey that took you to Canada where you're now living in Alberta um, to practice pranic healing. Okay. So I had practiced my medicine for 15 years in India. Then uh, we moved to Middle East with my husband. Uh, so I actually did not practice my medicine since 97. Uh, then after my children started going to school, we decided to move to Canada and we moved to Canada in 2001. And then I tried to practice my medicine. But somehow I could not continue with that process. And we moved back to Middle East again is my husband is a chemical engineer works for oil and gas. So he went back there and we moved there. And that's where my journey started with pranic healing. Actually, I started teaching medical transcription there. And uh, in fact, I am a very shy person, not very talkative, (laughs) but uh, definitely medicine made uh, practice of medicine made me more talkative and open to public. But uh, earlier I was very shy person. So then I started teaching medical transcription in Oman. And one of my friends, she was doing pranic healing and she introduced me to this. And she said, why don't you do uh, this courses? Maybe this will come handy when you go back to Canada. I said, okay, fine. Let me try. And that's how I entered into learning pranic healing. And once I started learning, I, it actually amazed me more and more and opened up my eyes and filled up the gaps that was there when I was practicing my medicine. And there were certain questions that was never answered when I was practicing my orthodox medicine. And this actually helped me to 
get the answers for those questions. And that actually helped me to continue with this journey. Okay, well, thank you. So what is pranic healing? Pranic healing is a no-touch healing modality that doesn't use any other uh, medicines or drugs or any other kind of uh, uh, tools to heal, but it actually helps to heal people by working on their energy body. So we work on the aura and chakras. So we do, pranic healing is based on two principles. So it's cleansing and energizing. So cleansing is more emphasized before energizing. So we actually do the cleansing on aura and cleansing on the chakras before we energize them and then balance them. So once we do the alignment, it actually supports the healing of the client at all different levels. It's not just the physical healing, but it is also emotional, mental and physical healing. And that supports the healing process for long term. Okay, so this is an ancient healing art and it's been really transformed into a very practical modality for anybody to learn. What is the the evidence behind you know pranic healing being um, a substantial or credible practice of of healing? Okay, there had been a lot of testimonials uh, uh, with the healings, and uh, there is not just one, but there are all different kind of health issues. Pranic healing had been applied for uh, cancer patients, hypertensions. Uh, for emotional and uh, mental disorders, relationship healings, uh, as well as uh, addictions, uh, and then autism as well. And there had been a very good results. In fact, the cancer patients also got, there is a healing testimonial. So the patients got healed completely of cancers. Autism healed. And one of the biggest testimony for that is Master Stephen Ko in the west part of US. Uh, his daughter was suffering with autism, and she is completely healed. And she goes to a normal. She is going to be uh, graduated from high school now. So there are so many of those cases available where people are completely healed. We had been doing healing on schizophrenia and that has also given a very good results. People could live the normal life. So there are no uh, limitations for this healing as well as there is no restrictions as such. And other thing about this healing is that this is not only for human beings, but this can also be applied for plants, pets, uh, as well as your spaces because energy is everywhere and it every time you see it is uh, like it's being energy it gets contaminated and everywhere it needs cleansing once you clean and it, there is a proper flow of and movement of the energy and it actually normalizes and harmonizes everything so we're talking about energy we're talking about um, human beings or animals or plants. So what is this connection between energy and the physical form? Okay, so uh, as uh, this energy is around us and within us. So when uh, it is a kind of, uh, uh, we have the energy around us and inside. So in medical terms, you can say like when we breathe in, we are breathing in air. 
but that is also energy and when we breathe out we release energy so uh, in there are some days the energy is always there we are still breathing in and out there are some days those are called gloomy days or cloudy very cloudy and those days we feel more lazy we don't feel like doing lot of things and there are some days where very sunny bright and you feel like more energetic and you go out you want to do lot of things you want to run around you want to play around but then oxygen supply is not affected but still you have the different set of uh, activities happening in those days so what is limiting you the energy exchange from the universe very good example and thank you for reminding me of of why maybe we're getting tired if um it's a gloomy day or a you know a cloudy day versus a sunny day um never really thought of that before so thank you for that insight so let's bring it back to yourself right now what do you find so amazing about this career in pranic healing the most important thing that actually um amazed me with pranic healing is uh, it helps me to help anyone and everyone in my practice so it is not about like i can only take care of this person or that person but in fact any person uh, who is sick or who is not sick i still can help them and uh, it is it helps in both ways preventative as well as healing so you can prevent lot of problems happening in your life and in your body as well as you can also heal what is already happened what is already there in your body so in your practice here in canada um you know what's your range of patients that you're seeing and helping uh i had clients from babies till old age so there is no restriction about the age as well as i also did healing on uh dogs cats and horses so i had been working on uh, them as well as well as i also did some work with my own plants so i had been working with all different things with pranic healing so there had been all sort of clients that i worked i worked with the cancer patients i worked with uh, chronic pains i worked with uh, uh arthritis i work with uh, anxiety fear addictions so all different kind of clients i had so far so a big range of and um of types of presentations no limitations or restrictions right so what is the first step you know say a client or a patient comes in and you're talking to them what is the first thing that you're doing in your evaluation So first thing I always uh, try to understand them so I usually interview them about uh, how is their life and what is happening and how is like uh, how what is going on at at the home front what is going on at the workplace and how is overall their life at present and that gives me a uh, quite a good idea about the background of what problems are they suffering with or what is going on at the physical level and once i do that then i actually do the energy scanning and for that also we use our hands 
So we actually feel the energy in the aura. We feel the energy in the chakras and we see the alignment with our hand and uh, see how balanced they are and what chakras are more imbalanced. And based on the particular chakra that has more imbalance, we know where the problem is. So as a uh, pranic healing practitioner, I don't actually advise them on the physical level. So I don't talk about like they have this physical problem or that physical problem. I always talk in terms of uh, what in energy imbalance they have and what needs to be balanced. Because uh, energetically, sometimes uh, when we scan, we feel the energy. The problem can also be just at the energy body level. It is not still physicalized. Because some of the energies... If they are there for a period of time, they then they physicalize. And then there will be a physical symptoms or physical uh, issues that patient will come across. Till then, most of the time, they may not know that some things are happening in their body. So that way, uh, actually saying anything in terms of, as a medical doctor, I would end up saying like you have some issues with your liver or this organ or that organ. But uh, energy uh, practice, uh, we do not comment on physical bodies. Okay, so you're getting feedback to the patients and um, like how many treatments do they have? Uh, Usually if uh, it is a chronic problem for uh, say five years, 10 years, then uh, they have to have the regular sessions, at least two sessions per week for uh, uh, four to six weeks. And once they get stabilized, then they have to have a a kind of a maintenance treatment for a period of time. And most of the time for this kind of a clients, uh, my suggestion is always to them to learn and take care of themselves. Because coming to me all the time is not going to work unless they have an understanding what is affecting them. So when they learn themselves, they can manage their life in a better way. So they can, they can actually prevent those problems. And how, what percentage of patients can actually go on and learn this technique themselves? Uh, so far, uh, like, like you can say uh, 60 to 70% of the people had been getting into the pranic healing and they learned themselves Wow, that's an amazing um, statistic and, you know, the ability to, if they're seeing differences or improvements in their life right. and their health, and then they go on and, and self-manage, just like we self-manage with exercise or healthy eating or healthy you know, right. eating or healthy relationships, mm-hmm. we can do it with um, our energy and appreciating what our energy is in our body. Mm-hmm. Amazing insight. Thanks for that. Can you just share maybe a few different patients that come to mind different a range of conditions and the outcomes that they actually had like maybe the blood pressure dropped or the cancer oh, resolved or okay i had there is a, a one child uh, i treated uh, three years back um, he had neurofibromatosis and uh, usually it is not a malignant condition but uh, what happened is uh, all of a sudden uh, tum- uh, this neurofibroma behind the uh, optical nerve started growing. 
for this child and the doctor decided to start chemotherapy and mother came to us and we started doing healing on the child after two uh, like two chemotherapy uh, because we were doing panic healing at the same time uh, the tumor uh, reduced in size and then vision improved uh, and the, what happened is the irony of the whole situation is like uh, the doctor thought that chemotherapy is really helping so they increase they increase the number of chemotherapy sessions for the child and finally uh, what happened is the child started having the side effect of chemotherapy so we can uh, actually introduce and we can uh, like show people that what happens but at the end of the day like it was not our decision to do anything with the, the child's treatment that was happening at the orthodox medicine practice it was parents who had to actually stand up and say something or whatever it is and uh, that's how that child is still doing good but then he had started having hearing issues the child is not coming to us anymore but uh, the problem is uh, there is not a proper awareness even though it works so well but there is no proper validation for that that what worked and how it worked okay so that's a very rare disease of the of the nerves where you get swellings and tumors of the nerves yeah um, very unusual um, type of case what about a more regular presentation of um, disease or illness okay so a uh, lot of time uh, especially the common day-to-day uh, -day problems uh, people come to me and I do one healing session or maximum two healing sessions and they are cured uh, especially common cold, um, like intestinal, uh, intestinal flu or all those uh, issues uh, day to day, uh, there is not long treatment that is needed. One or two sessions of proper cleansing and balancing and they are healed. With uh, high blood pressure, uh, definitely uh, I have to work because uh, there is a, spe a special chakra that is connected with the uh, uh, this problem, one is heart chakra, other one is megman chakra. The megman chakra is uh, situated where the uh, in between where the kidneys are, so on the spine. So, and kidneys and adrenals are controlled through this chakra. So, when this chakra, uh, there is a continuous contamination of back heart solar plexus on that back chakras, then this chakra gets imbalanced. And once this chakra is in balance, the blood pressure starts going up. So, and then the chakras also have their own memories. So when something starts functioning at a particular level for a period of time, they get into the memory that that's the normal functioning. So when we work on that, we start balancing and normalizing that chakra, then it takes some time to tune into that what is normal. So that's why it needs a couple of sessions before the chakra stays in that normal functioning level for a period of time. So still like uh, in one session uh, after healing, you can see the blood pressure before and after it comes down to normal level. 
but how long it stays after one session is only few hours after that it goes back slowly to where it was so to maintain that blood pressure at normal level it needs certain kind of tuning for a period of time so yeah are you working alongside you know the patient with the family doctors and um you know like this pranic healing can complement and assist in yes. the traditional therapies so mm -hmm. working with the doctor uh, family doctor you can you know monitor things properly and mm -hmm. and um, do the appropriate care so it's very complementary in that, in that yes. because as a medical doctor i would say no it's a permanent pills till you live right exactly exactly and as a family doctor myself i know you know that's what we say and that's what we expect because people get older and the pressure generally gets higher with um, hardening of the arteries so right you know the, the medical understanding for that is is uh, pretty evident but when you're talking about energy then it's a different process that's going on that yeah along with the physical mm -hmm. so it's um it's you know it's good to get your dual perspective on this mm -hmm. um and i really appreciate that what about say pain pain this is the pain solutions podcast so mm -hmm. what about patients with pain this is chronic um, yeah, you've got chronic pain, you've got acute pain. So what kind of experiences have you had with this? So acute pain, uh, as soon as I work on them, uh, the relief is immediately uh, at the end of session is uh, 50 to 60% pain is reduced for acute pains. And then after a few hours, they are completely fine. There is no rigidity. There is no uh, kind of uh, uh, any uh, movement problem and the pain is gone but for chronic pain uh, I need to do more work because I have to really go through all the chakras as well as uh, along with the physical uh, focusing on the physical pain I have to also work on their emotional issues because the chronic pain is not just the result of any physical problem but it is also storing of old uh, traumas, hurts, and other negative emotions there. So when I do hand-in-hand uh, -hand both uh, uh, physical healing with energy as well as psychological healing, the results are much better. Okay. Well, well thank you for that. Um, it makes sense to me. Um, I'm learning myself, like, how does this all work with healing and pain and um, you know, the energy and, you know, the mind and the emotions. Uh, and it's just a wonderful discovery for, for myself as, as I go forward to, to help my own patients. Um, so I, I really appreciate that insight. So a little change in direction here. What is mm -hmm. the biggest challenge you're facing now in your career? Uh, it's regarding uh, convincing people with pranic healing uh, or it could be that, or it could just be in general, you know, the big um, interface of um, Eastern Western medicine, you know, orthodox, okay. uh, complementary. Right. So the biggest challenge is, especially in this part of the world, is uh, it's being all insurance-based uh, facility for health. So still, uh, this healing modality is not covered by insurance. So especially for the long-term care, people always question, is it covered by insurance? So 
and then and that is why my um, uh, always i emphasize more on learning themselves because it's, they they might think that i'm spending so much for uh, this healing so instead of that if they learn themselves they can actually benefit themselves more so what money they spend for paying me all the time they can spend that money to learn and then take care of themselves better okay um again different question what's the best advice you've ever received regarding life in general learning <laughs> learning <laughs> learning is never ending <laughs> well there you go absolutely never stops so we keep learning all the time it doesn't matter like every little thing every day is a learning so sometimes the learning is uh, more clear uh, we see and sometimes they're more at the subtle level that we don't see but still we keep learning it's like a baby right <laughs> like we we so, so many things we teach them but uh, most of the time babies learn by observing and uh, like taking in things from around so uh, it doesn't matter even if we grow up we are still like them <laughs> okay so what would you like to share that i haven't shared already uh it's i think we have shared most of it but the thing is i want to make uh, this clear to people that uh, there is nothing that can stop them from healing and uh, also removing the pain in their life it just they have to take that courage to accept that that there is something that had to be taken care of in by their selves it is not just uh, as a healer also i can initiate the process of healing for someone but at the end of the day the healing is complete when you realize what needs to be taken care of because it's us who create it so it's not that uh, something is from outside that is affecting us more it is what is there inside is more problem than outside and lot of time it takes lot of courage to accept that and once you accept it half the healing is already done Well thank you for that perspective. I think just one thing um I'd like to ask is is you know your services there in Alberta is for paid but I I also know there's other um volunteers who do this service. Yes. Um, especially in my area and around Vancouver and BC. Mm-hmm. So what is there a mix of volunteers versus professionals doing this or what's available out there? Uh actually uh, we have uh, senior healers and also the new students who are doing healing but as a senior healer also we provide some of the healings for service so all different level of healers do service and they do provide healing as a complimentary healing but uh, that is just uh, once a week or twice a week depending on how many clients are coming but then if uh, people want to continue with the healing then they have to pay okay so it's an introduction volunteer yeah just to um to get an experience of it and mm-hmm. so the changes and then they have a private sessions with different practitioners but then they learn how to do it themselves and then they're yeah. off hopefully to the races and they can actually go on and help again it is uh, one thing i make to want to make clear is the healing is even if it is some of the healings i uh, i do it for free and uh, but 
uh, when we say free, it doesn't mean that there is nothing is uh, done in exchange. So because uh, to be able to receive something, you have to release something. And at the physical level, people do not understand what is releasing. So easiest way for them to understand is either they pay, that's a financial or money, that's again energy, or they do service. They volunteer, they do service, so that they are exchanging that to be able to heal. That makes sense. Well, thank you for that uh, clarification. So finally, where can the audience go to learn more about pranic healing? Uh, they can go to uh, www.pranichealing.ca or uh, we have our local Alberta site that is www.albertapranichealing.com. So they can go there and find out what is happening. There are meditation sessions. So usually meditation sessions are open to everyone. They don't have to be pranic healer for that. And anyone can join us for med- meditation. And it is... Uh, as good as free. If they want to donate, it is up to them. But we do not ask for anything for meditations. And outside Canada, in the States and around the world, is there websites that uh, the audience could go to to see if there's a local practitioner? They can uh, go to globalpranichealing.com. That has a listing of all different uh, places where pranic healing is going on. Well, thank you so much, Jyoti, for coming on today and sharing in a lot of detail, you know, what is pranic healing and how patients can get extra benefit from their health with pain and with other conditions. So um, much appreciation and I wish you a very good day. You too. Thank you so much. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.